Hello everyone, my name is Abraham Abdul Fattah and welcome back to Cyber Activities. In the previous episode, I introduced us into web application hacking and I mentioned some different types of web application bugs and vulnerabilities. In this episode and future episodes, I'll be discussing each of these kinds of vulnerabilities one after the other, how they work and how to mitigate against them in every website or web application. So let's get started. Today we'll look at the web application vulnerability known as cross-site scripting, which is formerly known as XSS. Now, a cross-site scripting attack is a kind of injection attack in which malicious scripts are injected into a website basically through the website's input input field or parameter now to describe what an input parameter is is something in a website in which a user can type information into for example a search bar or a, com a comment section in a website or a login form where he puts his email address and phone number and stuff like that. That's known as an input parameter. A hacker can achieve XSS by sending malicious code through the web browser to unsuspecting users. An XSS attack is possible when the website's input security feature is weak, such that inputs done by the user are not properly validated. Now, the malicious scripts can access cookies, session tokens, or other sensitive information retained by the browser. Now, since the 1990s, XSS vulnerabilities have been reported, and today about 70% of websites worldwide are likely to have cross-site scripting vulnerabilities. Now, cross-site scripting vulnerabilities come in different types, three basic types to be precise. First, we have a type called reflected XSS, which is also known as non-persistent XSS. Now, this kind of cross-site scripting attack is almost easy to spot. It a best scenario to describe it is when a hacker or even a user browses their website and inputs something into the input field of the website and when that information gets reflected back like when for example when the user types the word computer in a search bar and presses enter the the word is reflected back onto the page of the website that is for example it will show like search results for the word computer that is a good way to describe xss reflected xss when the input is reflected back to the user that indicates that uh, there's a possible reflected cross-site scripting in that website or web page secondly we have stored xss which is also known as persistent cross-site scripting this kind of cross-site scripting occurs when the data 
input of a hacker is stored in the website server so that its, pers so that its persistence is permanent. When a user visits that website at the end of the day, he falls victim to an XSS attack. Then lastly, we have dumped cross-site scripting, which is dumb-based manipulation-based cross-site scripting. In this kind of cross-site scripting, the malicious payload does not reach the web server directly, but it gets reflected through the JavaScript of the website on the client side. Now, how do we protect against cross-site scripting? For, let's say you have a website. You need to use filters. These are uh, website tools, security tools. You need to use automatic filters to filter out coded inputs. Inputs containing special characters like greater than sign, less than sign, question mark, single quotes or double quotes or forward slash or backslash. We also have encoding HTML based input. When the input of the client side allows HTML inputs like uh, still question mark greater than less than or something like that, it needs to be filtered out by the by the website in order to prevent cross-site scripting because the cross-site scripting uh, scripts or code contain this kind of characters. We also have uh, another way to do it is to secure the website cookies and one other way to do it is turning off scripts that is for someone not to allow scripts to be run on his website or, in, or through the website input. So that's all for XSS for now. In the future episodes, I'll discuss more on web application hacking vulnerabilities and look after them one after the other. Thank you for listening. My name is Abraham Abufata and stay tuned to the next episode. Thank you. If you have any questions or contributions regarding these episodes and this podcast, you can reach me on my email address, which is ramisek15 at gmail.com. It is spelled R-A-M-I-S-E-C-1-5 at gmail.com, altogether in one word. Thank you.